Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Today, I'll be giving my commentary on Sister Wives Season 17, Episode 14, Which Wife is Next? So now we know it's official. Janelle is separated from Cody, and she has been for months. I think most viewers are so happy for her, and we would all love to see Janelle with the house she has been hoping for and a partner who can appreciate her as she is. Now Janelle has a chance to have happiness free from any toxicity that was holding her back in life. Cody's behavior this episode was something else. The way he was talking to Janelle was egregious, as Robin encouraged Janelle to sit there and take it, and Mary sat silently other than to attempt to throw Cody a lifeline. When Mary supports Cody, he laments, he complains, he's ungrateful. He says he doesn't want to be in a relationship with Mary. That's not the support he wanted. He wanted support from Janelle. And Janelle doesn't want to be in a relationship with Cody. She's separated now. I guess beggars can't be choosers. Mary, for some odd reason, only the aliens will understand, stays. And she would probably be more than willing to be there to help Cody heal his broken heart that he caused with his own abusive, toxic, manipulative behavior. But Cody doesn't want attention from Mary. That's an annoyance. That's an inconvenience. All this diva bullshit in this conversation is directed at Janelle. Cody backpedals when things aren't going his way for the holidays. When he discovers Christine is coming and her kids are coming and Janelle is getting an Airbnb so that her kids have a place to be, Cody hates that idea since Cody said to kiss the ring and bow to Robin and apologize and the boy said fuck no, Janelle got the Airbnb so her family can be together for the holidays. Cody hates that. He feels betrayed that Christine would come and be with Janelle and her kids. Her kids not being welcome over at Robin's not only means Janelle won't be there, but everyone is getting together with Christine, and there will be no apology, and Cody's ego is reeling from the damage. Cody is saying he now doesn't expect an apology from his boys to him and to Goblin. Instead, he wants a conversation with the boys, who probably want nothing to do with this unhinged man, their father they once knew, who has now lost the plot. Cody plays victim, pitying himself, and the broken heart he created for himself with his own choices and bad behavior. Cody made this mess. He dug his grave, and now he is expecting his wives, particularly Janelle, to coddle him over this rejection like he's a toddler in a tantrum. He adds more shit to Christine's tab of injustices this episode. Christine's tab of injustices against Cody and the family. So far, the divorce is Christine's fault. Cody's bad relationships with his older kids are Christine's fault. The shitstorm she created in the family dynamic is Christine's fault. And now Cody wants to really try and villainize Christine by suggesting that she talks shit on Janelle and that Christine prevented him from having a better marriage and reconciling with Mary. He suggests this in the preview for the one-on-one -on -one special, that Christine got angry when Cody wanted to work things out with Mary. Christine is the problem. All the world's ails, all that ails the Brown family 
is Christine's fault in Cody's eyes. And Cody wants it known. None of the fuckery has anything to do with him. It's all Christine. It wouldn't be at all anything to do with him and any selfish bad choices he made. It wouldn't at all have anything to do with that innocent, doe-eyed lamb, Robin. He is marginalized. His own wives persecute him. His wives and kids bully Robin and the rest of the royal brood. And Christine caused it all. It was all Christine. She hides her devil horns in those blonde locks she has. She's the Antichrist, the bad guy. And the tab against her is piling up. And Cody wants to show the world all the injustices done to him and done to Robin. But let's not discuss the injustices he does to everyone else. Let's just deflect, blame Christine, the big shiny distraction, and wallow in self-pity so that people can feel bad for him and what he went through. This was done to Cody. He did not get himself in this situation showing his ass to the world with his own choices and behavior. This was done to him. This was done to Robin. He's no coward. He didn't quit. He's saying, don't look at me. Look at what Christine did. Look at her tab. Look at what she did to me. Look at what she does to us. That's how stupid Cody thinks the viewers are. And it's condescending AF. This is like when two little kids spill something and the mom comes and one kid says, but look what Johnny did. And he did this and this and this and that. I didn't spill the milk. Look at this and look at this and look at that over there. The kid isn't going to fool his mama and that distraction and deflection isn't going to cause the mom to forget who spilled the milk. It's not going to cause the mom to turn on Johnny. It's going to cause the mom to look at her kid and say, you spilled this milk. You will own it. Now clean it up. Cody is the little kid trying to convince everyone. I didn't do this. It's not on me. It's not me who spilled the milk. She did this. Christine did this. Janelle did that. I'm no coward. I'm no coward. Wah, wah, wah. My family, the obstacles to my goals in life, persecute me. Don't you see, guys? Don't you see me, the martyr of my family, the victim? I'm no coward. Christine did X. Janelle did Y. Cody does all this bullshit and fuckery to distract himself and everyone else from the fact that he spilled the milk, he knows he spilled it, and he is unwilling to admit that it was him or clean it up. It's toddler games, the games of a child, an immature man baby with zero ability to take any accountability. All it does is make Cody look pathetic. No one cares what he has to say about Christine. No one gives a fuck about the wrongs he thinks Janelle did. No one gives a fuck about his tender, broken heart that he somehow feels Janelle is responsible to help him heal. I know I don't. The more Cody whines and bitches, the less he takes accountability. And the more he points the finger, distracting like a child, the less credible he will become. He isn't a marginalized victim. His wife, the goblin, isn't a victim of the family. And the more they protest and shout and point and distract at other people, the more we look at them. And the more we look at them, the less respect we have because these are grown adults in their 50s 
acting like they belong in Ariella's kindergarten class. Cody and Robin seem very thirsty for people to give a fuck about them. They want sympathy, they want compassion, and they grasp at straws to try and make people see things in their twisted way. And instead of getting compassion, they lose credibility completely because people don't like being treated like idiots. They don't like the taste of bullshit being shoved down their throats each week. All of this just makes people feel more for the people Cody and Robin attempt to vilify each week. Mainly Christine, and now of course Janelle will be next because she is free. She is separated now. Separated from the toxicity that has held her down for far too long. She's out of the shitstorm Cody and Robin created. Janelle is now in the sunlight with no rings to kiss, no more condescension, no husband threatened by her intellect and independence. Janelle is a badass. She's smart. She's practical. But she seems like a deep thinker. She has a great work ethic. She's ambitious. She goes to rock shows. She gardens. She prioritizes her kids. She works hard. She's loyal. She has integrity. And one day, I hope, like we all do, that Janelle finds a guy that matches her energy, who loves her as she is, who would never ask her to change herself to remain married to him just to coddle his ego and assuage his ineptitude and insecurity. Janelle is free now and she is going to do some amazing things. I have no doubt once this woman decides she wants to do something, she seems to me like a force of nature. I don't think anyone or anything could stop her, nor should it. I don't know how Cody will try to villainize Janelle. It will be something about her independence and blah, blah, blah. And of course, it will be her fault that his kids don't deal with him anymore. Cody says Janelle pitted his boys against him. The last I checked, they weren't boys. They were grown adults who see how their dad operates and they see his patterns and they see his bullshit that he pulls and they decide for themselves how to feel and what to do. Does it seem likely that Janelle could sit Gabe and Garrison down at their ages as adults in their 20s and advise them on how they should feel about their dad or how they should handle him? Do we imagine that they would just listen and say, yeah, okay, mom, we'll kiss dad's ass. We'll apologize to Robin. Cody thinks his wives are responsible to push their adult kids to be convenient for him, to obey him, to respect him. He wants his wives to facilitate his relationships with his kids when that's not their job, especially when they're grown adults. His kids are grown. If Cody wants relationships with his kids, it's not Janelle's place to get involved or interfere. It's on Cody. These are 20-plus-year-old men, not five-year-olds. These kids were raised to think for themselves. If anything is clear about the Brown family from the show, the moms let the kids think for themselves. They encourage independence. They encourage accountability. They don't encourage their kids to shut up and keep sweet and drink the Kool-Aid. Cody didn't marry those kinds of women. If that's what he wanted, women he could control, women he could dictate to, maybe his picker was broken. Christine was raised in this culture and she wasn't down for that. And Janelle isn't that type. Cody has buyer's remorse now. He hates plural marriage and he is mad these women aren't submissive women. He is mad they didn't shut up, keep sweet, and conform. But he always knew they were not that type and he is the one changing the terms of things. 
It's a patriarchy now because Cody wants to make this easy on himself because he regrets the choice he made to have a plural family and he no longer wants to suffer the consequences and to him the convenient way out is control. They can conform or leave and when they leave, when the wives leave, when the kids stop relationships with him, after Cody intentionally pushes them out with the shifting goalposts and the hoops to jump through, he gets to say, I'm no coward. I didn't quit. I'm no coward, right? I'm no coward. He says it over and over and over. I'm no coward. I'm not the coward here. So why is it he is taking the coward's way out? Why does he say he's no coward on repeat? Does he think he's convincing the viewers or is he trying to convince himself of this lie? Cody says it's a patriarchy. Then he wants to play the marginalized victim of his wives. Is he the man, the alpha male, the patriarch, the leader, or is he the marginalized victim of these independent women who run circles around him? Which one? He can't have it both ways. The more he cries victim, the more he throws tantrums, fit for toddlers, the less he looks like he could ever, ever be capable of being a leader. He looks more like the boy who cried wolf who still occasionally wets the bed sometimes. Cody is really reaching for anything to blame this on. It's plural marriage. It's not the fact that he's unhinged. It's his daddy issues with his dad. So now his kids have daddy issues with him. It's not his fault. It's Christine. It's Janelle. It's his disrespectful kids. It's never Cody. Cody has a problem with almost every member of his family. The world thinks he's a joke. He acts like a mental case. And still, Cody pathetically grasps at straws to justify his behavior. To explain it away, he's no coward. He didn't quit. This is not on him. The day Cody admits this is on him, he will stop feeling like he has to qualify that he is not a coward. And that's a day he might get a shred of respect back. Cody doesn't seem to get that no one respects him because he doesn't behave in a way that people find they can respect. And on top of that, he condescends to everyone expecting people to cower to him when he himself is nothing to write home about and he respects no one at all. Okay, let's get into this episode, Sister Wife, Season 17, Episode 14, Which Wife is Next? The episode opens with dramatic music. Everyone is meeting at Mary's house to talk about Janelle's plans for her house. This is the first time they have all gotten together since Christine left. It's been over a couple of months, so it's weird for Mary. Cody mentions how everyone but Aurora got COVID. It was rough. He's living and breathing. He says he is six feet over instead of under. Mary is COVID-free. She got tested. Cody says now that he has had COVID, he is still really weak and really tired. And he says people who only had COVID for three days, people who only lost their sense of smell, don't understand what he went through. Cody is referring to Gabe, obviously. Abe and Janelle and Garrison. Gabe mentions last episode that when he got the Rona, he only lost his sense of smell. So Cody is saying they don't get what he went through. What he experienced was worse than what they did. He survived something worse than them. 
He had the worst COVID of anyone in the entire world. And no one understands because no one suffered like he did. He's the worst victim of COVID the world has seen. And no one gets his suffering. Poor Cody, let us pray and let's add a gold sticker to his chart. Janelle is such a badass, by the way. Look how sick she got. She didn't act like she survived stage four cancer. She didn't act like the sky was falling or like she was on death's doorstep. She didn't milk her illness for the storyline. She handled it like a pro. Cody says he jokes, but it almost makes him want to grab them by the throat. And he mimics strangling someone in confessional going, you don't know what I went through, frustratedly. Cody is angry that people don't feel worse for him, for his suffering, as if he is the only person in the entire world who had COVID. He got it much easier than so many people. He should feel grateful. Instead, he is wanting sympathy and pity. He is pissed that he isn't getting more sympathy. He acts like he is Jesus on the cross, healed and resurrected by God. I've never seen anyone belabor their suffering more. Cody had a bad case of COVID. He didn't have to go on a breathing machine. It was never touch and go like for so many people. Half the world got sick. Most people don't expect to be hailed a hero for it and given a prize. It's interesting that Cody jokes about strangling someone in frustration for not understanding what he went through. It's not really funny to have something or someone around your throat impeding you from getting air in your lungs. I get that he is joking out of frustration and wanting sympathy. People don't understand how hard he had it. His was the worst COVID in the world, of course, but it didn't sit right with me. The idea that Cody would be so frustrated at the lack of pity that he thinks it's a cute joke to mimic choking someone going, you don't know what I went through to make them get it. It isn't charming. There is nothing cute about feeling like you can't breathe because a person has their hands around your neck. I know it's a joke, but we see how aggressive this guy gets on camera when the mask slips. So if that's cute, mask off, no cameras, where is the boundary really? Cody is really angry and no one he has to charm is watching. Where is the line for Cody? Cody shows everyone the five lots again and Mary asks if they are leaving it how they already decided pre-Christine leaving. And Cody still wants five lots, of course, because he says then they can build and have a rental property. Right, because he's a real estate guru. Janelle has her house plans done. The land will still look the same. Janelle says she isn't expecting miracles. She isn't expecting everyone to now want to pay off the land or prioritize the money to finally build. Janelle just wants to show them her plans and communicate that she is ready to go. When Janelle asks Cody about paying off the land, he tells her he doesn't want her to ask again and he gets mad at her. So Janelle gives it more time, but she keeps asking because this is her estate. Cody asks if the lots are still okay. Robin and Mary ignore it and Robin adds that it's weird talking like this because the four of them haven't talked since Christine left. Cody says Christine leaving isn't a taboo subject. They can talk about it. Cody feels it's weird to talk about the land when they haven't touched base after Christine left. It's clear to me that Cody and Robin don't want to discuss the land. Cody doesn't want to pay it off. 
And so Robin brings up Christine, and of course, Cody wants to talk about it. So Robin really wants to push the issue to delay discussing what Janelle is there for, to put off Janelle's security and stability some more, to gossip and disparage Christine instead. And Cody tells Mary she seems like she wants to talk about it. She's acting weird when Mary didn't say a word. Cody is just paying Mary attention, getting her to discuss Christine with him and Robin as a distraction so the land doesn't have to be discussed. The only time Cody addresses the woman he no longer considers himself married to is to get her on his bandwagon for this or that. Cody tells Mary it's cool if she has something to say, and Robin lets Mary know it's okay. Mary tells Cody she isn't acting weird. Robin is the one who brought it up, not her. Mary isn't taking the bait. She doesn't want to go there. And Robin and Cody try to engineer the conversation to push Mary to mention Christine, knowing it's an intentional delay in the talk on the land. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Robin says she feels they need to talk more in this family. In confessional, she says... She feels like there is a big lack of communication in their family, and this is a big thing. Robin says this next part of her life, she wants to be better with everybody with relationships. She thinks they've been sweeping so much under the rug for so many years, and they need to deal with these things, and Christine leaving is a wake-up call. Cody wants to know from Robin if it's just with he and Robin or everybody, And Robin says, with everybody. Cody wants them to all get to pure honesty because they have had this fakeness about themselves where they pretend to be this happy family and all that time, Christine wasn't happy. Back in season one, we know behind closed doors with the cameras off, Christine was telling Cody she hated polygamy and Cody was angry with her. He refused to validate her. So now, all of a sudden, with Christine leaving, Cody says he wants pure honesty. But when Janelle talks to Cody about her need to get the land paid off so she can move forward with building, Cody gets mad and he tells Janelle not to ever talk about it because it pisses him off. He warns her, so Janelle has to then wait and bring it up later because it's her estate, it's for her kids. See how Cody wants pure honesty only when it suits his agenda, but he doesn't allow his wives pure honesty with him. He shuts them down when they're honest with him. It's only pure honesty when it's convenient to him. Cody isn't even honest with himself. He won't ever be honest with anyone else. Cody complains that Janelle does things like a single woman. She's too independent. He's her marginalized husband. She doesn't ever even consult him. But when Janelle goes to get her needs met by her ex-husband, Cody, Cody ignores her. Cody is absent when she voices her needs. Cody warns her, don't bring this up. It makes me mad. I don't want to hear it. So Janelle has to meet her needs on her own. 
And then Cody labels her a single independent woman making single woman decisions as if she's marginalizing her husband who refuses to listen to her voice, who warns her that it makes him angry. He won't hear it. He prefers to ignore the inconvenience. So does Cody want to support his wife and meet her needs and compromise and make decisions with her? Or does he want to bitch that he is marginalized and he is never consulted by his independent wife he ignores? When Janelle brings up her needs, it makes Cody angry. He warns her, don't piss me off. She has to tiptoe and bring it up later. When building this house is crucial to Janelle, it's crucial to her life and her survival, and it's an asset for her kids. If Cody gets mad when she brings up her needs and he ignores her, then he can't also complain that she is an independent woman who marginalizes him. Cody seems to only want to use Janelle's needs to try and control her and gain leverage so that he can play victim. Something as simple as Janelle building her home is a bargaining chip to Cody. Janelle isn't given the same option of using the joint family account that Robin and Christine were to secure homes. And let's remember, this joint family account she most likely was the primary contributor to. Janelle was the primary breadwinner supporting Cody's plural family for decades, and she paid for Cody's roof mostly. And now Cody wants to hold Janelle's need for a home, for an asset for her kids, over her head as leverage to attempt to get her to submit, as leverage to side with Robin and braid her hair, knowing full well Cody could never have supported his family on his own without Janelle, and he would never have that roof he thinks is a status symbol without Janelle. It's bullshit. It's no surprise Janelle is separated from this dick face. Now Cody wants pure honesty. His wives are honest. When is he honest? When is he accountable? Last episode, when Cody admitted that he questions having a plural family all of the time, that was the most honest Cody has ever been in 17 seasons. Other than that, the only place we get pure honesty is from some of the kids, Janelle and Christine, and sometimes Mary. Whenever his wives or kids are honest with Cody, he complains about how disrespectful they are, how disloyal they are. He treats them as enemies who are against him, opponents, us versus them. He admits this episode, he says, if you aren't with me, you're against me, F off. Because their pure honesty is inconvenient and their pure honesty doesn't match with the twisted delusion in Cody's head. Robin says one of the things that happens in their family is that something crazy or big or painful or hard happens and then they gloss over it. Janelle doesn't know what there is to discuss. She really doesn't want a Christine bashing fest and she doesn't really need to process it. Cody thinks they spent too much time ignoring the struggle they were having and when they talked about one house, Christine finally affirms that they really don't want one house. Robin says that is what Christine said, that she didn't want one house, but Christine wasn't speaking for everybody. Robin says Christine was very much against the one house idea and Cody had a big conversation privately with Christine about why she didn't want the one house. And he got a lot of info that he didn't like and a lot of Christine's truths 
that he did not like. They flash back to the one house scene when Cody's proposing it to the family, and Christine says Cody can talk about the one house as much as he wants with three other lovely ladies in this room. Cody says Christine was speaking enough truth regarding the one house to make him think about how oppressive it would be for everybody to live together. Janelle says Christine was the most vocal about not wanting to live in one house. Robin and Christine didn't know if they wanted one house. They were on the spectrum. Janelle admits she was the only one who really wanted the one house. Janelle asks Robin and Mary if they are still not for one house. She knows the answer. She doesn't want this pinned on Christine alone. Robin says after this year of COVID with the way they have treated each other through COVID, no. She says she's laying it on the table and she has been shocked at the way the last year and a half has gone. Robin says they would have to get a lot of shit figured out. Cody says Robin is absolutely right. COVID exposed them. Robin says this last year and a half has really shattered what she thought their family was. Cody says the sense he got is that they have failed with Christine leaving. Robin says they are still here and they do not need to fail more. They need to fix it. They need to fix the problems. Says all the COVID did and all the quarantining did is reveal them to themselves. Robin knows that she is saying they need to look at what was revealed and work on it or they will just disappear as a family. I love how quick Cody and Robin are to blame this all on COVID. It's not on COVID. It's not just about how Cody disrespected his family about his COVID protocols and his attempt to control them. These problems existed way before COVID. The Browns were revealed way before COVID. The problems magnified and snowballed with Cody picking a favorite wife and treating his other family members like shit. And that started way before COVID. Robin and Cody don't want to acknowledge the favoritism and the unfair and unequal investment by Cody in all of the households. So instead, they want to blame COVID. Robin is still saying she isn't the favorite wife. Even this season, Robin still won't admit it. She was gaslighting, suggesting it's not that Cody doesn't spend as much time with the other wives and kids. It's that because the wives have bad relationships with Cody, they only focus on the negative. And it's by default that Cody is at her house. The wives and kids just leave Cody no choice because of the COVID protocols they refuse to keep. Robin thinks it's okay to attempt to invalidate what her sister wives and their kids experience. She wants to tell viewers what we see and hear from everyone else is wrong and she is right. Don't believe the reality. Believe her twisted interpretation of it. This is not about COVID. Cody doesn't know how to fix what is going on, but they aren't trying to fix it either. Robin says this is as much pointed at her as it is at anybody else. Robin asks, are we going to be a pod here, the home base, the nucleus here in Flagstaff where the kids come home, like they talked about, or are they just going to? Robin says, Christine leaving as she wipes her non-existent tears, scrunching up her face as always, has put her in a very dark spot. Christine leaving has put her in a very dark spot. It's always all about Robin. Christine's divorce is about Robin and how it affects Robin. 
The camera does a close-up of Janelle during Robin's bullshit dramatics, and Janelle is not happy. She looks like she wants to poke her eyes out watching Robin's display. Janelle says in confessional that Cody has told her stories Robin would share with him about things Christine did, and Cody would share those stories with Janelle to try to get Janelle on the side of realizing that Christine is this horrible sister wife or whatever, and that has been going on for years. So Janelle doesn't know why all of a sudden it's such a shock to Robin that Christine would leave. Robin says she doesn't know what conversations Janelle and Cody are having, but she learned a long time ago that venting to Cody about her frustrations with her sister wives actually harmed her relationship with him, so Robin just doesn't do it. Cody says the dumb thing here is that there have been plenty of complaints from Janelle about Christine and vice versa. There have been thousands of complaints between the two of them. Cody says they did not want to be what he was pushing them to be all of that time. And now Christine is gone and they're lamenting that when they really didn't want to be that. Robin says she wanted it to be and Cody doesn't get to say that to her. So Robin wanted a big happy family. She wanted to braid her sister wife's hair. She never goes to Cody about her sister wives. But Robin told Cody about things that happened with Christine and Cody went to tattle to Janelle hoping he could turn her against Christine. But no, Robin doesn't ever talk about her sister wives to Cody. No way. Mary tells Cody she doesn't think it's fair for him to say what everybody thinks or feels because that's not what she wanted. Mary has something to say in confessional and she is questioning if she should say this about her situation with Cody. She goes for it and she says, it's interesting hearing Cody talking about this and the parallels that are happening with he and Christine and she and Cody. It's kind of disturbing to Mary because some of the things that Cody is frustrated about with Christine, he did to Mary herself. Mary says Cody wants to work on it with Christine, but not with her. At least she notices Cody doesn't want to work on it, but he at least said in words he did with Christine, although his actions don't match up to him really wanting to work on it. I think Mary sees Cody is distraught over Christine. He's suffering. He's heartbroken. But with Mary, he easily let her go without even a second thought. And she notices the difference. Robin says if people are just tired of trying and they don't want to work it out, then she needs to know. Robin is only talking about Janelle. This whole conversation is geared towards manipulating Janelle and getting Janelle to conform. Mary tells Robin she thinks they had enough conversations about this that she knows exactly where Mary is. And Mary tells Robin she is still here because she is still trying. Six years later, 10, 15, 20 years later, she is still here. It's what she wants. And Robin stays silent. She barely nods. She doesn't acknowledge Mary. And let's remember, Cody said he no longer considers himself married to Mary. Mary in confessional says, I'm here, Robin. I'm here. And there is silence. She notices that Robin doesn't care. See, Robin doesn't need Mary now. She needs Janelle on board. She thinks with Christine's departure that she and Cody can get Janelle on board 
and she and Janelle can be besties now if Cody keeps talking shit on Christine. Robin and Cody are very threatened by Christine, very. Robin says she loves that Mary is saying that she wants to work stuff out as a family, but she is purposely just not saying anything because she doesn't want to intimidate Cody and Janelle and make them feel like they have to conform so that maybe they can get to the bottom of some issues. That sounds like bullshit to me. It sounds like Robin got caught giving Mary the cold shoulder. And now she wants to make some kind of deep excuse for it as if she's some type of counselor guru when she has more issues than Time Magazine. Why would Robin acknowledging Mary and being supportive in that moment have anything to do with pushing Janelle and Cody to conform or prevent them from getting to the bottom of some issues? That's utter bullshit. She's just talking out of her ass. Robin stayed silent because she knows Cody doesn't consider himself married to Mary. And Robin wanted a response from Janelle. And Janelle said nothing. She gave no reaction. This is about Cody and Robin wanting to turn Janelle against Christine and wanting to get her to conform in the hopes that then Janelle will turn to Robin and hold her like a sister the way she does Christine. And then maybe Janelle will conform and still fund their life and it can all be convenient for them. They won't lose their money tree. Janelle will conform and get close to Robin and the boys will conform and Cody can live monogamously and they can possibly keep Janelle hanging on. In their minds, I think Cody and Robin think if they sway Janelle against Christine, she will then slowly conform and get close to Robin and then they won't have to be inconvenienced and they can also keep their money tree at hand. Robin did not respond to Mary, and Mary was looking for points and support and acknowledgement that she is in this, that she is valued and wanted, and Robin gave Mary zilch. She gave her nothing because she wanted a response from Janelle, and notice, Robin says she loves that Mary wants to work stuff out as a family, Mary isn't talking about just the family. She is talking about wanting to have a marriage with Cody. She stays in hopes that she and Cody will fix things in some way. And Robin ignores it and she makes it about the family instead of about Mary and Cody. Mary is clearly saying she stays because of her marriage, wanting to keep that option open. Notice how Robin says she doesn't bitch about her sister wives to Cody because it affects their relationship. If she doesn't bitch, then why is Cody going to Janelle telling her Robin's stories with Christine just to try to turn Janelle against Christine? This is like junior high level bullshit and manipulation and mean girl antics. Children's games. Cody would not know the stories of all the supposed horrible shit Christine has done unless Robin bitched to him. Cody and Robin are fools operating at a very low level. We catch them in lies all the time. We catch them twisting shit. We can easily see their tactics. It's very stupid and ridiculous. I really love how Janelle knows exactly what is going on. She gives zero reaction knowing that's what Cody and Robin want. And she tells it like it is in confessional. Cody says he is exhausted. He says, who cares? He says, if you are not with me, you are against me, F off. And he says he's just that way. Cody admits that, ironically, Mary is trying to support him 
and he doesn't want to be in a relationship with Mary anymore. See this attitude of, if you are not with me, you're against me, F off. Remember I said how Cody treats his family like they're opponents or enemies, us versus them? They are on another team. He treats everyone as against him. See, here he says it directly. If you aren't with me, you're against me. Fuck off. He wants to be yes to death. He wants to be surrounded by yes men and women. If you aren't going to coddle and blindly submit and blow smoke up this man's ass to tell him he is the best thing since sliced bread and feed his ego, then fuck off. No constructive criticism allowed. No compromise allowed. No inconvenience allowed. Fuck off. He wants his obstacles to his goals in life to fuck off and he is going to push them to fuck off. And then when they do fuck off, when they say enough and they leave him and his tactics work, he gets to say, I'm no coward. I'm no coward. I didn't quit. I'm the marginalized victim. They did this to me. He wants pure honesty. He wants accountability from his wives. But when it's about him taking accountability, he can't do it. He can't be honest with himself even. Technically, in his eyes, he isn't a coward. He didn't quit. He just treats his family like shit and he gives them hoops and conditions to meet. And then he treats them like shit some more for not allowing themselves to be dictated to and controlled by him. And then they leave tired of the abuse, done with the toxicity, and he bitches and whinges about being the marginalized victim who isn't the coward who did not quit. He's no coward. Then why does he act like a spineless coward would? His mouth is saying one thing, I'm no coward, and his actions say he is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. During this whole conversation that Cody and Robin engineered to try and manipulate Janelle and twist the narrative, Janelle gives no reaction. She rocks. I love her patience and diplomacy. This non-reaction from her will drive Cody and Robin nuts. Robin tells Janelle she wants to hear from her. I love how Robin thinks she is the counselor of the family. Janelle addresses Cody. She doesn't even look at Robin. Tells him that he focuses on nobody wanting to be together. And Janelle doesn't know if she wants to do the work. She feels forced to choose between her kids and this group. And she doesn't feel like her children are welcome. Robin plays dumb and she asks in a shocked tone, when have they not felt welcome? As if she is clueless about this. And Janelle says, Cody told them they can't come for Christmas unless they do a big apology and they aren't doing that. Cody says the issues between he, Gabe, and Garrison have to do with a lack of support or adherence to the COVID protocols and stuff like that. He's an idiot if he thinks that's just what it is. Janelle wasn't supporting him. That's what Cody says, that Janelle wasn't supporting his protocols. So then her boys weren't supporting him. Cody says he isn't going to have Gabe and Garrison around acting like the alcoholics in the family, 
acting like nothing happened. Janelle tells Cody that Gabe and Garrison aren't the only children who have problems. Again, Robin plays dumb. She acts shocked and she asks, You say there are more than just Gabe and Garrison? And Janelle says there is a general disgruntlement among her kids. Cody says he thinks this is an indicator that Janelle and her children are talking about him behind his back because nobody is confronting him with it. Robin, the counselor, wants to know why they don't talk about it. And Cody asks why he doesn't even know. Janelle says it's because Cody has hardly been around. He isn't seeing all the input. He just says that they should respect him and that's that. And Janelle says there are a lot more pieces than just telling them that. Robin doesn't know what is going on. She's playing dumb as usual, trying to catch up here. She wants to understand because she feels like this is something they can get fixed. I love how one of the main instigators is now feeling entitled to be involved in solving the problem. And of course, the problem is nothing to do with her, nothing at all. Janelle says in confessional that she has no idea. She says Robin is acting like she has never heard this before. And Janelle thinks Robin is pretending possibly that she has not heard this before because Cody is a blabbermouth and he can't keep anything a secret. Janelle says this whole confused thing that Robin does is something that happens a lot. And Janelle doesn't know if it's for real or if Robin is just pretending that she has never heard anything before. But she says Cody leaks like a sieve, so she doesn't know. I love how Janelle is just calling things out now. Robin has serious issues, and I love how she thinks that she is in control of this conversation, like she is the one with the most issues who is going to help mediate between Janelle and Cody and the family to get to the bottom of things. Feigned confusion and playing dumb is just a manipulative tactic that we have seen Robin use frequently. We already know she hears shit like the Phantom I Love You in an earlier season, and we know she heard Christine say something she completely did not say during her move and divorce announcement. Robin heard Christine say that she and Cody were the only good relationship in Vegas, when Christine never said a word about that, and it created a huge conflict. Robin conveniently twists shit, she mishears shit, she plays dumb. Whenever it suits her to manipulate the situation, deflect, or twist the narrative to enable her husband and her bullshit. It's all complete bullshit and manipulation, and Janelle knows what's up. Janelle says at the end of the day, she would rather be with her kids. And Cody says that was what Christine's decision was too. Janelle tells Cody that he's getting upset with her, and Cody says he is just saying that is where Christine was. Cody says it has been a civil war in the family and he is looking at Janelle, wondering whose side she is on. It's one family. There aren't sides. Christine's kids are Janelle's kids. Christine's kids are the siblings of Janelle's kids. Janelle's kids are like Christine's kids. It's very immature of Cody to make this about sides. You are with him or you can fuck off. This is a family and Cody is a father of all of his kids. Robin began this us versus them mentality that she promotes. She promotes this division and she keeps Cody 
hopped up about the rejection she feels from the rest of the family. And now it's to the point where his own kids, the mother of his kids who raised all of his kids are his enemies. And Cody wants everyone to pick sides, lamenting, where is Team Brown? What happened to my family? He is the one who sees two sides, two teams. He is the one demanding, pick me or fuck off. What happened to Cody's family is Cody becoming increasingly unhinged and Cody showing favoritism and Cody allowing Robin to manipulate him with intention to serve her best interests. There are insides. Cody is the one who is asking people to pick teams. He is on a team with the Royals and then there is everyone else, the opponents, and now he wonders whose side is Janelle on? There aren't sides. They are one family. Cody is the delusional one promoting this division out of a false need to protect his wife and her kids against the bullies in this family who reject them. Who started that narrative? Who keeps Cody in a resentful state with the us versus them mindset with the delusion that there are sides here if not Robin? Cody created two teams and Cody is the one saying pick me or fuck off. And when everyone fucks off and he causes it, he thinks he is the victim. It's bullshit. All of it. Cody's ego is leading him into misery. He doesn't even clock that he is the problem and that Robin is the problem. Robin asks Cody if he is saying Gabe and Garrison can't be around, period, or if he is looking for real resolution where there is a conversation on both sides. And Cody thinks they need a resolution. Janelle is thinking, what the fuck? She says in confessional that she doesn't even recognize this family or whatever. She doesn't know. She says something has really changed for her. Robin tells Janelle she wants them to work this out. And Janelle tells her there is a strong pull to just run away and do the easy thing. Robin doesn't want Janelle to do that. And Janelle says she has two worlds pulling her now. Robin tells her it should be one as she scrunches up her face in constipation, trying to squeeze that shit out, squeeze out those fake tears. Cody says Robin is the only good communicator in this family, and he is a shit communicator. He says there is a term for Robin called circling the donkey, where the donkey is roped to the grinder, and it's grinding the mill going around and around because Robin gets to the bottom of the problem. He says it's an unfair term for Robin, but it's a compliment. I think Robin is a shit communicator. She is a master manipulator. Robin doesn't get to the bottom of anything. She confounds, she twists, she confuses, she plays dumb, she manipulates with intention to get things to her advantage. And she acts like she is the one helping, counseling and mediating, and it's all bullshit. Through her fake tears, Robin says... It's hard to be a plural wife when your husband has a wife leaving him. Robin says most men in monogamy, they go do stupid stuff. They date whoever, they're angry and they're pissed and women suck. Cody is dealing with that while he is still married to other women. And Robin has told Cody several times she feels like he is lining up all women and she is there too and Janelle and Mary as well and Cody is shooting them all down. Because Christine is a woman and he is angry and he is hurt. Cody thinks women bear a different burden in plural marriage than men do. 
He has seen men leave plural marriage feeling like with five or six wives, they never felt like they had been loved. How does he think the wives feel? Cody says plural marriage isn't all beer and Skittles. It's not for a man. There is a different burden that he doesn't want to mansplain to us. Cody says it's obvious that it is difficult and you're going to share your husband, he says. Why would you do that, Cody asks. I knew eventually Cody would start blaming plural marriage, saying it's just too much for the husband. It's not easy. There are too many expectations. He is a victim of the lifestyle too. It's hard for the man too, and it's hard on the women. Polygamy is hard. It's not the easiest lifestyle. It's not the healthiest lifestyle choice. I would never, ever do it. It sounds like hell, and that's an understatement, but the problem here isn't plural marriage. The problem is Cody and his behavior and his choices and his personality traits and his character. Plural marriage can be done in a healthier, more functional way. It isn't the easiest thing in the world. It isn't the healthiest thing in the world, but it can be done in a healthier, more functional way. And it's unfair of this guy to represent all the other plural families. We have seen examples of plural marriage being functional, even with its inherent complications. Look at Joe Darger. Look at the Winders. Look at Brady Williams. Brady Williams and his family left the faith and they remained a plural family. And I saw his show. Brady takes accountability with his wives. He tries to do things as fairly and equally as possible with all of his wives and kids. He validates his wives' emotions. He takes responsibility. He isn't resentful about his obligations. It's not all roses and sunshine, but it isn't hell. Brady is a very sensitive guy. He's a very rational guy. He handles it so well. He's very emotionally intelligent. He's very self-aware. And I want to also showcase a more functional example of plural marriage and polygamy. So along with the rewatch, when this season of Sister Wives ends, I will try to cover his show, My Five Wives, because I want us to also see functional examples of polygamy as well. Robin is telling Mary, Janelle, and Cody that she wants to get this figured out. And Janelle has to bounce really quickly. She shows them her house plans. Cody says they're going down a road where they are really on the verge of a critical conversation. And now they're looking at house plans and getting all happy. And Cody thinks it's a mistake. They should have finished the conversation. Cody says they're just going to ignore it. That's just what will happen. Cody explains that Janelle got an apartment before he got COVID and she moved in while he had COVID. So now Cody is going to check out Janelle's new apartment for the first time. It's a small apartment, they moved in, and now Janelle is trying to figure out how to make everything fit. It's chaotic, but there is more room than in the RV. Savannah says this is the first time she has seen her dad since he had COVID. It doesn't make that much of a difference though because he doesn't come over very often. Savannah says when Cody does come over, it's more like he is just a visitor instead of him being there and living there. Remember Cody recounting the scene of Aurora coming up in her mask, crying, socially distanced from her family, with everyone sobbing because it had been 10 days since they had been together? Is Cody that sad over not seeing Savannah for over 10 days? Is it worth it to not see his kid because the trailer is too small and too unfancy for him? Savannah says, with the way their family works, it's always been that way. It's getting less and less frequent to see Cody, and she thinks it's fair because her dad didn't like the trailer, so it was hard for him to be over there. 
Cody says when Janelle was in the RV, he was splitting his nights between Janelle's RV and Robin's place. And he wasn't spending daytimes at Janelle's or showering there. There wasn't enough water or space for Cody. Savannah hopes now that they are moved into an easier place to live, a better place to live in her opinion, Cody will start coming over a lot more often. Cody checks out the bedroom and the space just isn't big enough. It's not to his liking. Cody will use this apartment as an excuse to not see Savannah. Already there are issues. Already this is beneath him as he fails to remember he lives in that mansion because Janelle paid for it mostly. It is paid for by his other wives and sister wives money. I wonder how much Robin personally pitched in for that mansion she owns. This apartment Janelle has is beneath him. The RV was beneath him, but it's not beneath him to live in a prefab mansion, a supposed midlife crisis status symbol uh, that's paid for by his wives. That's not beneath him, but it's beneath him to go sit in an apartment that's too small or in an RV that's too cramped to spend time with his daughter. Cody says he is an afterthought. He will just squeeze in wherever he is going to be. He says Janelle has filled this house up and she doesn't have enough room. There is no more room in it. She doesn't have everything in it yet and she doesn't have him in it yet. Cody complains that the lamps are far too low for his reading. He needs a higher nightstand. So Janelle suggests he bring it over then. Janelle warns Cody they will figure it out, but they aren't fitting any more stuff in the bedroom. Janelle was afraid that Cody would judge this apartment because he really likes nice things, and this apartment is the standard college town apartment. Janelle knew it wouldn't meet Cody's preferred standards for a living. What a fucking diva. Cody complains, it's so weird, it's so small. Janelle thinks it's fun like they are starting as a newlywed couple. Cody says they are here, it was available, and Janelle took it, so they're going to squeeze themselves into it. Cody is ridiculous. He is so high-maintenance, like a high-maintenance woman. He thinks expensive things, status symbols, make him better than everyone. He's so important. Everything is beneath him. Everyone is beneath him. If Cody had a backbone and a good personality, he wouldn't need to put all his value and worth in what kind of home he has or what kind of car he drives. This is all window dressing for his ego to mask his low self-worth and insecurity, and it's pathetic. You can tell that Cody is going to complain, and then he will use the place being too small and him not being consulted and his lamp not being high enough to not stay there, and the person this will hurt the most is Savannah. Who gives a fuck if they lived in a tenement or a shanty that the wind would blow down? It's not about Cody and his comfort or his ego or his status symbols. This is about Cody spending time with his kid, nurturing that relationship. He will never get that time back. Man up, squeeze in the shower, figure out how to read with a lower lamp at night. Who cares? These are not excuses to miss that time with his kid. Just like the RV was beneath him, this apartment will be beneath him and he will use it as an excuse to neglect Savannah. He will never get this lost time back with his kids. So I hope the low lamps and the tight spaces and the small shower and avoiding all that, avoiding all the squalor is worth it for Cody. I hope his unwillingness to be inconvenienced is worth him missing this time and missing these memories with his kids and with Savannah. At the end of Cody's life, will he remember that the shower was cramped or that the lamp was low or that he missed integral time 
He can never get back with Savannah, his kid, while she is still a kid. What a fucking loser this guy is. He likes nice things, big things, flashy things. He would never have even had if Janelle hadn't paid for them, if his wives hadn't paid for them. He would have none of that bullshit that he values so much that he erroneously places too high a value on. The frills, if not for Janelle, if not for the family. But the frills and the status symbols he doesn't even afford himself that Janelle has to pay for mean more to Cody than knowing his kid. What a tool. What a joke. He's no coward, but he can't be in a tight shower. He can't read with a low lamp. He can't live in an RV. He can't live in an apartment. It's just too tight. It's too cramped. He's too fragile. But Cody always wants to remind us all he isn't a coward. He's a big man. He's a patriarch who won't spend time with his kid because it gets cold outside or the shower is too tight. It's too cramped. It doesn't have enough hot water. But he has to remind us he is no coward. His wives marginalize him. They take his voice. As a man, they don't let him lead. The man can't be cold. He can't deal if his lamp isn't high enough to his liking. That's enough for him to not show up for his kid. But he's no coward. He's the capable patriarch who doesn't even have the balls to take a cold shower. Christine is settling into her home in Salt Lake. She has been there for two and a half months and she feels like she is back home. She wanted to hang out with Aspen and Mitch and Tony and McKelty and her mom and dad and her sisters and it's already happened several times. Christine looks amazing. She looks so happy. Christine loves it. She sees her kids all the time. She really loves it. Christine told everybody back in Flagstaff that she would be coming back to visit and she didn't know how hard that would be. Every time she drives to Flagstaff, she goes around this corner and up this hill and there the mountain is, the same mountains that Angel sang to her before from, those mountains. They flash back to two years earlier when Cody takes his family to see the magical view of the mountains. Christine feels like it's this huge weight that she has to go back to a place where there is so much heartache. A week before Christine left Flagstaff, she told Cody and Robin and Mary and Janelle that she was moving and it was in a week. She knew she was telling them a lot of information, but she didn't know how bad it would go. Christine says the hardest part of the whole conversation was when Robin said, what about us, those that you don't have a good relationship with? Would you want to fix that? And Christine said no. Christine says she can't go back in the past. And then she saw Robin's kids a couple of days after, and it was so weird and awkward. And Christine realized that Robin's kids think that she doesn't want a relationship with them. Now Christine gets it. That's what Robin heard. That's what Robin thinks Christine said. So Christine says, no wonder it's so hard and everything is so weird. Christine says there is this huge chasm in between Robin's kids and her. And in order to cross it, she has to build a bridge with Robin. Christine doesn't know what to do. Christine shouldn't feel bad. She never said no to having a relationship with Robin's kids. She never said that. Robin is the one who twisted shit. She misperceived shit. And then she communicated the wrong message to her kids. And it's emotional manipulation. Christine was always very kind and accepting of Robin's kids. She went out of her way to include them in family traditions multiple times. 
If Robin's kids have the wrong idea, if they are pissed off, who cares? Robin is the one who spun the narrative and delivered it as a personal rejection to her kids. She used that same emotional manipulation with her kids regarding Thanksgiving when Janelle and Christine both went to do Thanksgiving with their kids. Robin framed it as a personal rejection to her kids when it wasn't. This isn't on Christine. I really don't think she should feel bad for one second. If Robin wants to hear shit that Christine never said and deliver it in her twisted perception to her kids as a rejection, that isn't on Christine at all. Christine has such a good heart and she is so caring that she wants to fix this even though it would be hard for her and it's Robin who made the problem in the first place. Christine still wants to fix it when it's not even really hers to fix. That's how good this woman is. Contrast that to Robin, who is still crying and manipulating and carrying on trying to villainize Christine and make this about herself. It just shows the difference in character and class and mental stability between Christine and Robin. All the adults meet at Robin's house. Mary says since Christine has left, she won't be here for the holidays. Mary says they are trying to figure out what to do for the holidays. Janelle says Thanksgiving is in one week and she is going to North Carolina. Robin asks if she's going to Maddie's and she is. Mary asks what Janelle is doing for Christmas and Janelle will be here. Mary asks where her kids will be and Janelle says her kids are renting an Airbnb because they aren't welcome. Janelle asks Cody, right? Cody says he never said his kids weren't welcome. Janelle says if they apologize and Cody says no. He reversed that and all they have to do is be able to have a conversation so they aren't sitting there like a bunch of alcoholics that had a fight last night and forgot that it happened. Janelle tells Cody that his boys are as stubborn as he is and Cody says he isn't being stubborn. He wants to talk to them. Janelle says they are getting an Airbnb because everybody is coming this year but Maddie and Caleb. Cody is pissed. He says this is news to him that everybody is coming. It's just like Janelle to keep him in the dark about the plans. Cody asks, and I'm just finding this out? Janelle tells Cody he is the one who said they can't come until they apologize. And Cody says, no, no. And Janelle says the last time they talked, he told her they need to apologize or they can't come. And Cody says he and Janelle need to communicate some more. Janelle tells Cody, He told this to her multiple times that they need to apologize and show some respect before they would be welcome. And Cody thinks sometimes that Janelle has pit him against the boys or never supported him with the boys. Cody says he is having the hardest time not just feeling like Janelle is betraying him. How does he think Janelle feels about him when he has the audacity to question her loyalty after all she has done for him in this family. It is not Janelle's responsibility to encourage her boys to bend the knee with their dad or fix things. Her boys are grown adults in their 20s. It's on Cody to connect with them. Cody wants to blame Janelle for the issues he has with Gabe and Garrison, and he seems to feel like it's her responsibility to get involved and push her kids to play Cody's game. In reality, his kids are grown adults. She isn't going to push them to do things she herself doesn't agree with. And she isn't going to convince two grown men of what they should do or how they should feel. Janelle didn't do anything. 
Cody caused the disconnect and the issues with his bad behavior and his absence. And it's on Cody to communicate with his boys if he wants to fix things. And if he wants to talk about respect and apologies, his kids are going to have to tell him he doesn't respect their mom and they don't like that. Cody doesn't seem to get that his kids don't appreciate how he does their mom. Janelle doesn't make them think anything. They are men. They see it. They are standing up for what they feel is right. They aren't five-year-old boys Janelle can bribe with a video game to get them to play nice with their dad. Cody is so out of touch. Janelle did not pit her sons against Cody at all. Cody's behavior and absence has made his boys upset for their mom and for their siblings and their other moms, and they aren't down for this. Janelle isn't some master manipulator influencing her kids. It's very insulting of Cody to his kids and to Janelle and to viewers to suggest that Janelle created this issue. Janelle created this division between he and Gabe and Garrison. Cody did this all himself, and until he can take absolute accountability, no one will take him seriously. He's the kid on the playground no one wants to play with. His behavior speaks for itself. It's so egregious. No one would need to even influence anyone against him. The behavior says it all. And Cody doesn't have kids and wives that are easily influenced. They all think for themselves. They all take accountability. It's Cody who doesn't. Cody backpedals. He says he is not saying they have to actually apologize to him. And he says he corrected it many times already. But Janelle keeps hitting that note. Cody knows he insisted on an apology. He isn't getting one. And now Christine and her kids are getting together with Janelle's kids at Christmas. And it pisses Cody off that no one wants to be around him. No one wants to celebrate in the goblin's lair, and it backfired big time. So now he is backpedaling, and Janelle refuses to let him off the hook. And she knows how crazy it looks that Cody even asked for that apology to him and Robin, and that Cody wants respect when he disrespects the whole family on repeat. When does Cody let anything go? He holds grudges till kingdom come. Look at the situation with Mary. Even Christine admitted last tell-all that Cody held on to things that surprised her even. Cody lets nothing go, but he expects his wives and his kids to drop all the abusive and selfish shit he says and does. Janelle just keeps hitting that note, just like Cody bashes Mary every chance he gets. It's okay for Cody to hold grudges, not his wives and not his kids, not when it's something he did. Not if it was something done to him, something that hurts his ego. He will never let it go. Yet he expects his wives to stop hitting that one note when it's something he actually demanded. He might be changing his tune now and backpedaling, but he initially said it. Cody says it's almost like that is what Janelle has told them and she can't back off of it because they are trying to put the heat onto him for what's been going on here. Whether he backpedals or not, it doesn't change the fact that Cody did demand an apology to him and to Robin. Just the fact that it would even cross his mind that he would find it acceptable to ask for that is a problem. Nobody is trying to make Cody look bad. No one has to even try to make Cody look bad. 
Cody looks bad himself. His behavior speaks for itself. His choices speak for themselves. No one needs to make Cody look bad. He's tripping if he thinks people have to go to any effort to make him look bad. Cody knows he is at fault and he knows asking for the apology backfired and he is pissed that Janelle is showing everyone his bad behavior without just easily letting him off the hook since he backpedaled. He thinks because he backpedaled that it doesn't matter that he asked for the apology in the first place. Cody asks if Janelle told them they have to apologize and show respect. Janelle tells Cody that is what he told her many times. Janelle says, after Christmas, Christine said, Isabel and everybody are coming home to Flagstaff. They want to come see the family here. And Cody says, this is exactly what he was afraid of with Christine leaving. Janelle says they already had a vacation rental and they extended it so that Christine and her kids could come and see him. Truly and Isabel can see Cody this way. Cody asks if he is the only one that sees that this is some kind of betrayal. Everyone stays silent. Janelle asks a betrayal. Cody says, Christine just left. And Janelle asks, you don't want her to bring the kids to see you? And Cody says he would like to see the kids. But Janelle is talking about everybody going to some neutral zone. And this is his house. Cody expected everyone would bend the knee and apologize to be there at his mansion with he and Robin. And when it backfired and everyone said, fuck it, we don't even want to be there anyways. We would rather do our own family gathering with Christine. Cody feels betrayed because he is jealous that the family prefers Christine and the Airbnb over being with him and Robin in their hellhole and the control and the protocols that go with it. Cody feels betrayed because it hurts his ego that people are rejecting him and choosing Christine and being with her in peace and having a lovely holiday and a lovely time rather than going to Robbins. I think Cody thought with Christine leaving that he could turn Janelle against Christine and then Robin and Janelle would bond and then Robin would be seen as like the family matriarch that everyone goes to for holidays. That's never going to happen. Cody is realizing even with Christine leaving, she isn't gone. She's still a huge part of the family. She's still the heart of the family. And the people who are close to her would rather be around her for holidays and her kids. They feel closer to Christine. They have no interest in being controlled and dictated to and doing protocols to go to Robin's house. And they, even if they didn't have to do the protocols, probably, let's be honest, don't want to go sit at Robin's house. As protective as Cody is of Robin and her kids, that's how protective Janelle and her kids are over Christine and her kids. And they love Christine and they value Christine in the way that Cody values Robin. Janelle reiterates that the last she knew was that the boys couldn't come until they showed respect and apologized. And so everyone wanted to come and stay with Janelle and Janelle doesn't have room for them, so she got the Airbnb. Cody tells Mary and Robin they are going to have to weigh in on this. He won't just shoulder this whole damn thing. Janelle says, now Cody is looking for reinforcement from Robin and Mary. Let's build a united front against Janelle and her decisions. And Janelle is pissed. Cody says he is struggling here with the Christmas scenario, so he is asking Mary and Robin to chime in. He can't identify what it is specifically about it bothering him. He wonders, 
Is this bothering Robin and Mary? Robin asks Cody what he wants her to comment on. Cody wants her to have an opinion here. He says it's bugging the hell out of him and he wants to know, am I wrong? Cody is mad that this backfired on him and his worst fears that the kids will stay in contact with Christine, that they will pick Christine and her kids over he and Robin is coming true and his ego can't take it. That's why it bothers him. Cody can't handle anything other than anyone telling him he is the best thing on earth and everyone picking the Airbnb is a rejection. And he seriously thought in his pea brain that he could get Gabe and Garrison to apologize so Robin could experience the family Christmas at her house like she is the beloved family matriarch to all. Cody wants to engineer that for Robin because Robin wants that. And the more he pushes, the more everyone pulls away. Janelle asks what she was supposed to do. What were they supposed to do, her boys and the rest of the family? Cody says he doesn't know why every time they start talking about family stuff, something broadsides him. Janelle says Cody told her they could not come over until they apologized. Mary interferes here. She wants to score points with Cody. And she says she thought it was more clear at her house weeks ago. She thought that Cody made it clear that they just have to apologize and then they were good. Mary thought Cody made it clear then. And Janelle says after Cody recovered from COVID, he told her the boys would have to apologize to Robin. But there has been no movement on Cody's side. And Janelle isn't going to leave her kids here in Flagstaff having a separate Christmas when she is at Christmas at Robin's with Robin and her kids, Cody and Mary. Janelle isn't interested. She would rather be with her boys. Mary says if she was in the same situation as Janelle and all her kids were going to be in town, for sure she would want to go be with them. Cody says he remembers saying that, but he thinks Janelle didn't hear it. He corrected that. He said an apology wasn't a good idea and that they just need to communicate. Janelle says previously they had one or two conversations where Cody told her the same thing, so that was the info she was working with. Cody tells Janelle to please not communicate with his kids for him because they struggle enough to communicate with each other and he is afraid that the messages will get mixed. Then why doesn't Cody do what he should have done this whole time if he has an issue with his boys and call them directly? They're grown men. He's a grown man. Call them directly. Janelle is not responsible to facilitate any of this shit. Janelle asks Cody what she was supposed to say, and Cody yells, call dad. Why the fuck doesn't dad call them? Why is it everyone else's responsibility but his to fix this? Janelle has to make her boys call him. They have to apologize. They have to seek their dad out. If Cody really wants his boys around, he needs to call. Why is no one telling Cody it's on him? It's his choice to call. No one is going to be chasing after him. No one even wants to be around him. I can't imagine seeing this person in more than short, small doses. Imagine how the people who know him and have to deal with him in life feel around him. Janelle says in confessional that there is going to be no conversation. Cody still wants to hear the same thing from them at the end of the day. Cody still wants them to show respect and apologize especially to this person in the family who has done all of these amazing emotional things for them, who has just been hurt, a.k.a. 
Robin. Robin asks if they are doing Christmas over there. Janelle doesn't know what they are doing. She is hoping by some God-given miracle that they figure their stuff out. But at this point, she guesses. She tells Cody if they were like Logan and Hunter, she made them hold hands and walk around all day until they work their crap out. Cody says Janelle is acting like she isn't even culpable in this situation. Janelle asks, culpable for what? And Cody says, culpable for not having any respect for him about the COVID rules. Janelle says Cody was asking her to choose between her children and him. Cody says Janelle never even reinforced the rules. She never said these are the things they should do. Janelle actually belittled the stuff he was doing, Cody says. Listen, Cody demeaned everyone regarding them choosing to handle COVID by following the CDC guidelines and them rejecting his COVID protocols that involve them being held hostage in their homes. He suggested that they are all COVID deniers and he treated them like they were all stupid, doing nothing about COVID just because they did not choose to handle it his way by allowing him to control their lives because of his delusion and paranoia. Cody belittled them. He disrespected them all since COVID began. Of course, now Cody wants to rewrite history and make it seem like he is the family martyr. He knows he used those COVID rules intentionally to create a situation where he felt he could be absent and then blame everyone else for his choice to be absent because they wouldn't bend the knee and he blamed them all for his absence and he belittled them for not choosing to do things his way and be dictated to. It's all bullshit. Janelle says Cody didn't give them the rules until two weeks before Thanksgiving. Cody says they have been talking about that for so long before. And Janelle reasserts that from March until Thanksgiving, she had no rules. Cody says that's not true. That's a blatant lie. Cody says he is mad as hell because everybody puts this shit on him. And when he finally gets sick from COVID, it was a death-like experience. Cody says he sat here and he tried to get everybody to do it. And he realizes you can't run from it now. He says he was trying to protect his family. He asks in his hysterics, what if one of my little ones had been where I was or where Robin was only three weeks ago? Janelle says it's the same old, same old. Cody can't believe he has done all this to save Janelle and to save Truly and to save his children. He is shouting. He says he didn't know that it wouldn't harm them. He was trying to protect them and he got criticism from Janelle and from his boys. The worst criticism, zero respect. He asks, you guys want to know why I'm mad? He says his heart is broken. Christine left because of this. He did this to save his children, to save Truly. He has gone 18 months being persecuted by his own family for trying to protect them. His heart is broken. Christine left because of this. Cody really needs to take a better acting class, and so does Robin. When they do this telenovela dramatics and hysterics where they don't control their emotions and they start, you know, shouting and yelling and crying and doing all their emotional bullshit, uh, it's really comical. It makes me laugh, honestly. Cody really needs to, like, whenever he starts, you know, getting beside himself and getting upset, like, I don't know how his wives don't just laugh in his face. It's ridiculous. I don't know how anybody could take this guy seriously at all. 
Christine did not leave because of COVID, and we all know that. Cody wants to deflect and blame COVID to remove the accountability from himself. So in his pea brain, he doesn't have to feel bad about this. He knows it's on him. This is bullshit to blame it on COVID. Janelle tells Cody she sees it differently and it is not her fault. Janelle tells Cody that he is acting like this is her fault. And Cody says, it would have been great to have a backup. And Janelle says she was doing what she could. She was walking a line between her adult kids and Cody and everybody else. She followed all the CDC guidelines. Janelle says Cody is acting like she was a COVID denier. She was not a COVID denier. She followed all the CDC rules. She wore a mask. She washed her hands. She was careful. She says she is vaccinated for crying out loud. It makes me wonder, is Cody vaccinated? Is Robin? Janelle says she doesn't have to stand here and defend herself. This is the same old argument. She doesn't need to be beaten into submission or made to kowtow. She isn't doing this. She doesn't need this. In the last 18 months, she has realized she is pretty good. She is independent and she isn't going to stand here and be yelled at. She doesn't need it. She doesn't deserve it. Go, Janelle. Janelle says she doesn't want to be here anymore. And Cody tells her the running from their problem will just keep them standing at the bridge with the torch. They have to figure this out. Cody is sorry. He is angry. He says he just survived a really dark place. And Janelle says she understands it. And Cody tells Janelle, you don't give a shit, though. Look at you dismissing it. His acting is terrible. Worse than a telenovela. He and Robin really, really, really need to invest in a better acting coach. Janelle walks off as Cody asks, would you ever have any empathy for me? It is so pathetic. The dramatics, the self-pity. To have a 50-plus-year-old man shouting like that in hysterics is a joke. Robin asks Janelle to please keep talking, and Cody tells Janelle it's a really bad idea for her to walk off on this one. Cody says when Janelle is in pain, he tries to understand her. Oh, I'd love to see some of his understanding when she mentions the house to him, the one asset that she would like for her kids after all she did for this family. He starts telling her, I'm getting mad. Don't bring this up. I get mad when you bring it up. He's such a fucking dick. When have we seen Cody try to understand Janelle? Janelle tells Cody all he is doing is yelling at her. And Robin asks if Cody stops yelling, if they can please keep talking. Janelle looks at her watch and she tells them she has a few more minutes. Cody apologizes, but every time they talk about this stuff, he is on the verge of losing it because he knows the weight of it now more than he ever did. Robin says the 2020 COVID thing caused lots of disagreements. She wonders, is there a way to come back from it? Janelle says she started all of this discussion about the vacation rental because Cody told her the boys were not welcome until they apologized to everybody because they had been so abusive. And Cody says not everybody, just he and Robin. See how he still wants an apology? Robin asks in confessional, whoa, 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 why is Cody talking about me? He doesn't need to be talking about me. Robin says she doesn't know why Cody is mentioning her name. I love how Robin plays dumb. She and Cody discuss everything all day long, and now she is playing dumb like she had no clue Cody was including her in this or asking for an apology for her. 
She knows at home she goes on and on about being rejected by the family, about the misperceived bullying she thinks she experiences, about the us versus them, keeping Cody riled up, keeping Cody resentful so he has that division with his family and that divisive mentality with his kids. Robin keeps soaking the flames, then she plays clueless. Now Cody thinks Robin is the best communicator in the world. She's the best counselor, she gives the best relationship advice, she's the best mediator in Cody's eyes, and he goes to her with his issues in his relationships with others in the family. Because apparently, according to Cody, Robin knows how to make relationships work. So Cody obviously went to Robin about this. She knows about the apology. I think she's just playing dumb because if she says she feels she wants an apology, then people will call her the entitled favorite wife. So she wants to say that's Cody's idea. She has nothing to do with it. Just like the COVID protocols were all only just Cody's idea. She had no input at all. Absolutely none. Cody says they were accusing Robin of the dictates he was imposing. Cody says Robin wasn't asking for the apology. This was him originally asking for the apology, saying let's clear the air. Let's not act like something didn't go wrong here. Cody wonders if maybe it's just too raw and maybe this year they do skip Christmas together. Mary says from experience, the more you just ignore a situation and you don't have conversations and you don't work on it, the further and further you grow apart. Mary thinks a lot of people put a lot of blame on Robin in their family. Mary thinks there have been different times in all of their lives where they have been the one who it's been easy to put all of the blame on. She sees it with her and with Cody and with different people throughout the years. Janelle thinks they have all taken their turns being the one blamed. She has had blame for things in the past as well. Robin thinks there has to be a place where eventually, as a family, Whatever different parts of the family, she just rambles without even completing her thoughts. Janelle thinks they were all willing to come together and be the best of it at Christmas. But then Cody started saying they can't come until they apologize. Cody says he feels they have had years of this in the family. COVID is just the battleground. Christine just left and Janelle finds it interesting that Cody wants to fall back on I've been divorced. And Janelle feels Cody was a participant in this divorce. It wasn't like it broadsided him. Robin tells Cody he had a lot of rejection in the last year and a half. So now with this thing with Christine, it makes it more in his face and it's hard. Robin says Cody wants people around him to pick sides because he is going through pain. Cody apologizes for getting caught in his emotion. Cody tells Robin he knew better than to do this. And all of a sudden, he is realizing, if you pick her, then I won't accept you. Cody is saying he realizes if people pick Christine, he can't accept them. It's him or her. That's how selfish and delusional this man is. Pick me who is absent or the woman who raised all the kids in the family who the kids accept as a mom. And Cody finds that acceptable. He promotes this division. Pick me or fuck off. It's all about ego for Cody, winning, being right, being chosen, being preferred. And everyone prefers Christine. They pick Christine. And it upsets him that they don't prefer him. Robin tells Cody if he hadn't just gone through the last year and a half with COVID with his kids, it wouldn't hurt like it is. Cody says marriages are complex. 
but a relationship between a parent and a child is really complex too. Cody has vast complexities with his parents. He says he has his own daddy issues, so he passed it to his sons, and his sons have daddy issues. Cody has no idea. He says maybe he hasn't told them enough. He loved them. He sacrificed his own life for them. He thought he was making huge sacrifices. He says he was making huge sacrifices. So now Cody wants to introduce that he had issues with his dad, so now his kids have issues with him, daddy issues, and it's not his fault because he went through it. It's generational. It's not on him. He did his best. It's not his fault. The plural family and plural marriage doesn't work. It's hard for him. It's not all beer and Skittles for the man. He refuses to take accountability himself. So he wants to point to plural marriage being the problem, his own daddy issues being the problem. It's not on him. It's not on his behavior. It's not on his choice to be absent. It's never Cody. It's all this other stuff. And Cody is the victim of all of it. Poor guy, it's not his fault. Cody is sure everybody else is having heartbreak. He is sure Gabe and Garrison are having heartbreak. Cody says they probably wish he was as loyal to them as he wishes they were to him. And they have kind of been at war with each other. Cody thinks it got worse when Christine wanted to talk about moving to Utah. He wonders if they were all moving to Utah, would they still be staying together? Would the family still be on one page? Robin doesn't know because at that point she says Cody was saying plural marriage is flawed and it's a problem and this isn't fair, this is stupid, and my wives don't want to be together. Janelle says Cody is convinced that plural marriage is the problem. Cody says he isn't talking about plural marriage. He is talking about wives in a relationship through plural marriage. Cody says he is cynical. Mary asks Cody if he feels in order to have a functional plural marriage that the wives have to all be best friends, no ifs, ands, or buts. Cody says, listen, he doesn't know if they have all played chess, but if a king is on a chessboard, he is nothing without a queen. But he asks, can you imagine if a guy has three queens and those three queens have got to work together? So if a king has three queens, he can rule the world, at least that chessboard. But guess what? The queens are always attacking each other, and they have just seen that play out with Christine. So now the problem isn't Cody, the highly intellectual king who wants to flex with chess analogies. The problem is his wives, the queens not getting along, making it hard for him. The king, his majesty, to function in this plural family. It's not Cody's fault. It's the sister wives having bad relationships. Cody says they went through that process of putting their best foot forward and being optimistic, saying their lives are great. They love plural marriage. That sister wife relationship and that bond is really special when it really might not have been. So here Cody is in a dark place with plural marriage, really questioning whether it's a good idea or if it works or not. Cody says... Maybe they have done something wrong along the line. They ask God to guide them along and help them. He doesn't want to blame plural marriage, but it just hasn't worked out that well for them. Again, everything else is the problem. Plural marriage, God let them down, the wives don't get along, the wives and kids are disloyal and disrespectful, Christine left him, 
Janelle is responsible for the bad relationships with his sons. Christine is responsible for the bad relationships Cody has with his older kids. It's never Cody. He had daddy issues with his dad. It's not his fault that he can't get along with his kids. It's polygamy. It's this. It's that. It's Sue. It's Joe. It's Carol. It's never Cody. It doesn't work anymore. And none of it is because of him and his bad behavior or choices or personality issues. Not at all. He tried. He's no coward. He is the family martyr. He is the victim here. Janelle says she wasn't going to miss an opportunity where almost all her kids are going to be home. So Janelle tells Cody her boys and Cody have to work it out with a counselor or something because she can't be in the middle of it anymore because it's wrecking their marriage. Cody says his boys get to pick and choose where they hang out, but he doesn't. It's weird to him. So because his boys can be free and have a life and they are welcome anywhere, he feels he has to live like a hostage in his home and he is pissed that his boys don't have to do that and he wants to force this on them so he doesn't have FOMO that his kids get to go out and live. His kids get to have a relationship with Christine and with their siblings with Christine and he has very strained relationships and he's jealous and he feels threatened that he isn't favored over Christine. What a nut. Cody apologizes to Janelle. She tells him it's okay. Janelle thinks they have never had divides this deep and now Christine has left and it's a very big departure from what their family has looked like for many years. This is the ultimate test of their family. Can they hold it together with all of this? Next time on Sister Wives, one-on-one special part one, Cody tells Suki that he is in this place where he might reconcile with Mary And Christine lost her shit that day. Christine says, that's a lie. That's not her. Mary says she never knew that in that moment with Cody. I doubt if Cody was ever going to reconcile with Mary that Christine would lose her shit with him. She feels bad for Mary and I genuinely think she would be happy for Mary. Christine has her kids. She has a lot of people. She has a lot of family support. Mary is alone. If Cody reconciled with her, I don't think Christine would take any issue with it. She isn't a hateful person. I think she would be happy for Mary. I think Cody just wants to pin all the world's ills on Christine. Now it's Christine's fault he did not reconcile with Mary when he could have. We know that's a lie. Christine says she thinks Cody has a favorite wife, and that's why all of this is like it is. Suki asks Cody, is Robin the favorite wife? And Cody says that is the most unfair question. If Robin is not the favorite wife and he believes that, he would have no problem answering the question. Delusional Robin tells Suki the other wives handed Cody to her and said, we don't want to spend time with him, basically. I doubt that happened based on the show and the book. The wives complained from day one of the courtship that Cody was investing too much in Robin, spending too much time there taking time from them and their kids. We know Christine complained that she feared Cody was replacing his family with Robin and her kids and that he spent too much time there. She used to cry when she was pregnant with Truly, begging Cody not to go spend those long weekends away. So the wives did not hand Cody to Robin and say, we don't want him, get him out of our hair. 
And Robin is delusional if she thinks that. It's insulting to viewers and to the other kids and wives in the family. It's a way for her to deflect from addressing that she is the favorite wife who gets the lion's share of Cody's time and investment. It's utter bullshit. Cody tells Janelle it's a bad idea to walk off. And Janelle says Cody acts like he is the only person who has ever been rejected. Cody is separated from Janelle and divorced from Christine currently. Janelle confirms that she and Cody have separated. She is free and now Janelle can move forward and find a life she deserves and a partner who sees her for who she is, who loves her unconditionally as she is, who can reciprocate and contribute and match her energy as her equal. After the way Cody behaved, I found it hard to believe that Janelle would ever stay. I can't wait to hear more about Janelle's journey and the new life she builds away from this toxicity. That does it for this episode. Please like, subscribe, and if you like, let me know your thoughts in the comment section. I'll see you guys soon for the first part of the one-on-one special. Thanks for listening. Bye.